0: Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots podcast, all around the leagues, brought to you by the Down to Play app. (laughs) Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play.
1: Welcome to the Bromley and South London Football League, part of the Circle Podcast for this week. Danny Hollis, League Secretary, reporting on results, a little update on the tables and uh, looking at the fixtures for next week. So let's get on with the results first. Some really interesting results today um, from this weekend um, to report on. So first to our John Cooper Premier Division and results from Saturday the 29th of January. Uh, Agenda 3, Bermondsey Town 1. Bermondsey Town have had a good run recently but crashing to a halt away to Agenda. Kenneth Hyde with a double for Agenda. Good win for them. All-Stars, first win of the season. 2-1 winners at South Dulwich. Really pleased for All-Stars. New club into the uh, division last year, this year. Um, sad for them that a few teams dropped out, like Peckham Town A, Um and, um, and well, the likes of Tenenby and Homestead before because they could have competed all-stars this year, but sadly, things went away from them. But um, a good win for them and something to build on for the rest of the season. Uh, Eden Park, six, West Wickham Albion, one. Great result for Eden Park. Um, they've shared sort of um, some... Um, a good and a not so good results this year but um, two good wins now South Dulwich last week and then West Brom Westwick and Albion this week so they're on a good run of form now Elliot Mars with two and uh, Reginald Aguman got two off the bench for them as well then the big game of the week uh, our title race is still on Old Roan beat AMG Ballers 4-2 Pat Brennan with a hat-trick for Old Roan which keeps the uh, league going AMG Ballers still standout favourites for sure three games left I think they've got to win one of them um, but Old Roan are still in the hunt with with that win, not going to give up their crown lightly. AMG Ballers looked unbeatable all this year, so it must have been some performance to beat them. Um, bad luck to AMG Ballers then. Down to Jim Hampson, Division 1. Only one game on this week. And Rustlers, a return to form for them. 4-1 winners at Red Velvet Reserves. Red Velvet Reserves have been going well lately too. Uh, but a good result for Rustlers. Uh, Sasha Gibson with uh, a brace for them. Good win for Rustlers. They've had a tough year this year. And, and, and you know, like a lot of teams, struggling to get players out every week. Um, so I'm pleased for them. Down to Division 2 and we have NatWest Bank 1, Atletico Londres 1. Atletico Londres um, been playing well recently. They really have um, got a win, narrowly lost solution project and now draw with NatWest Bank. So some good results for Atletico Londres um, as they, they find their feet in that division. Then Slade Green Knights 2, Crofton 2. Crofton near the top. That won't help them or Nat West, really, in their chase of Farnborough Forth. So two will draw away to Slade Green Knights. Uh, and then we have Standard Ballers 5, Beckenham 1. Great result for Standard Ballers. Um, pleased for them. They're on a bit of a good run as well. Um, In the league, that is. Um, anyway, they've whopped in the cup the other week. Uh, then down to Division Three, and we have Bexy Heath Lions nil Red Velvet A8. So, where Red Velvet reserves failed, Red Velvet A. Great result. Eight nil winners. Uh, Aaron Nicholas with two, Albert Plant Hattrick, and Archie Hagues with two. Great win for them. Bad result for Bexy Heath Lions. Uh, and then we have. Um, Chelsfield two ball or nothing, nil. Chelsfield being scored for fun recently. So ball or nothing did well probably to keep it to two nil. Uh, and then we have South Dulwich reserves, one Bexley, a five and a hat-trick there for Joshua Coyote. Um, so that's the league results. Then we had quite a lot of cup games. So in our um, cup games, uh, we had one in the... Um, Queen Mary Cup, which ended Farnborough thirds three, Groundhoppers two. Now, Groundhoppers have beaten Farnborough fourths in the round before, but Farnborough thirds got revenge for Farnborough. John James with a, with, with two for Farnborough thirds as they narrowly beat Groundhoppers after extra time in that one. Sounds like an absolute cracker. Um, a much better performance for Groundhoppers than their 7-0 loss to Agenda last week, but they'll be sad to be going out of the cup. Uh, two cup losses in two weeks for them. Then in the Elizabeth Jakes Cup, which is the cup for the bottom two divisions, Elton Eagles of Division 3 beat Lewisham Project Division 2, 6-0. Big win that one for Elton Eagles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They'll be really pleased with that Um I'm sure, and then we had Farnborough Fourths of Division Two winning four-one away at Stansfield. Uh, a um, Jack Hollidge and T.J. Cody both with two goals for Farmborough Fourths. Um, there is the next round. They'll be hoping. I mean, if a League and Cup double is on for uh, Farmborough Fourths for sure, with the Elizabeth Jates Cup being the cup for the two bottom divisions, and they are leading uh, Division 2 at the moment. Look odds on to probably win that title. They'll be hoping they can add a Cup win as well. Then we had two London Junior Cup games and two brilliant results. Catford, 2-1 winners away at Q Antigua. And Eltham Town, 3-1 winners away at AFC Cubo Reserve. So really, really pleased with our London Cup results this year and our Kent Cup results. Brilliant to see teams flying in those competitions. Okay, quick update on the tables. Um... Because it's the end of the month, and AMG Ballers are still out in front. Three games to play, and they're four points clear of Old Rhone. So they win one more, uh, it makes it nine impossible for Old Rhone to to claw it back. Well, actually they probably need two wins actually, don't they? Now looking at it after that loss, and they've got Old Rhone to play again. So um, the title race is open for a little while at least. Mm. Birmingham Town adrift in third uh, on seventeen points. Then Eden Park up to fourth, West Wickham Albion fifth, Agenda sixth. South Dulwich 7th and All Stars in 8th but getting that first win uh, which will be great for them see so,
2: yeah, if they can push
1: up that table then we have um, Jim Hampson Division 1 we've got uh, Eltham Town on 15 points top of the table Farnborough 3rd on 13 points Red Velvet Reserves in 3rd Groundhoppers down to 4th Rustlers up to 5th West Bromley Albion um, they're in sixth place, Olam in seventh, and Matagalpa bottom of the table at the moment. A lot of teams drop out of that division as well, only eight teams in that division. Second division... We have Farnborough fourths flying high on 28 points from just 10 games. Crofton Albion in second. NatWest Bank in third with the game in hand on Crofton. Then TNS in fourth. Catford, Slade Green Knights on 16 points in fifth and sixth. Um, Then Lewisham um. Project, then Standard Ballers. Atletico Londres in ninth. And Beckenham at the moment bringing up the um, rear of the table. Then we have down to the Division 4 and Chelsfield look odds on at the moment. They're seven points clear, although Elton Eagles have a game in hand on them. Uh, Chelsfield on 28 points, Elton Eagles on 21. Then Stansfield A in third, Red Velvet A, Bexley A, then Ball or Nothing, Bexley Heath Lions, South Dulwich Reserves and Welling United death at the foot of the table at the moment uh, without a point. Now, looking at the fixtures next week, we have in our John Cooper Premier Division agenda against all Stars uh, can All Stars get another win, or will Agenda keep on their good run? They're the only—that's the only league game there this week. Then in Jim Hampson Division One, we've got Galper at home to Eltham Town, bottom of the table against top of the table there, and Olam against Farnborough Thirds, and then West Bromley Albion at home to Rustlers. Division Two: Atletico Londres at Beckenham, at home to Beckenham; Crofton Albion at home to Catford. Really need a win if they're going to keep the pressure on um, Farnborough Forth's. Then Farnborough Forth's at home to Slade Green Knights, hoping to keep their run going. Down to Division 3, ball or nothing against Bexley A. Elton Eagles at home to Red Velvet A. Uh, and Stansfield A at home to South Dulwich Reserves. So... um a, the game in hand for Elton Eagles um, with Chelsea in cup action they need to win that then we've got some cup games we've got some big cup games in the Queen Mary Cup Old Roan of the Premier at home to NatWest Bank of Division 1 Red Velvet Reserves of Division 1 travel to Bermondsey I'm sorry at home to Bermondsey Town of the Premier Division and then we have uh, a big clash in the um, Ron Pope Cup which is the cup for the top two divisions AMG Ballers at home to Eden Park should be a cracking game that one then we have um, in the um, Kent Cup, we've got some some Kent Cup games, some outside cup games. We've got um, TNS at home to Kings Hill Reserves um, and Chelsefield away to Lenn Valley FC. I don't know much about those teams, Lenn Valley or um, Kings Hill Reserves. So good luck to TNS and Chelsefield. Hopefully they can get some good results like... Um, we had this week with Eltham Town and Catford in the London Cups right that's some fixtures for next week I think looking at standout fixtures AMG Board against Eden Park in the Cup should be a cracker AMG Board is obviously flying high top of the table but Eden Park on really good form at the moment should be a really good game Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing how um Matagalp get on at home to Eltham Town. Should be a good one. And Crofton-Catford. Looks like a cracker. Catford, tough team to beat. And Crofton will going so well this year. And then Elton Eagles against Red Velvet. Hey, Elton Eagles really need to win to keep that pressure on. Otherwise, Chelsefield will look sewn on for the Division 3 title. Right, that's all from me. Thanks for listening. And I look forward to speaking to you again next week. Bye.
3: Hello everybody and welcome to this Essex Alliance League roundup for the month of January, our first roundup of course of the new year. And we start in the senior division, which at the top of the table has gone a little bit tighter in recent weeks. The leaders at the moment are DTFC who made their ascent there just prior to Christmas, but they did lose their first game at the weekend. um, So they now sit on 35 points from their 14 games played. That's four points clear of the chasing clubs. And the first of those chasing clubs is Chadwell Heath Spartans, who have 31 points from 10 wins and a draw, that they've accrued so far. So they do have to make up four points on the leaders, but they do have to play them uh, in the later part of the season. Sitting in third are Lymore Gardens, who are on 30 points, just a point behind the top two sides, though they have played two games more, with nine wins and three draws to their name so far this season. In fourth place sit Woodford East, who are the side who beat DTFC to end their long unbeaten record. Well, Woodford East are on 28 points and that leaves them a game in hand on most of the sides above, with eight victories and four draws, to go alongside their, their movement through to the quarter-finals of the Essex Premier Cup, which takes place this Saturday. Just below them, by a further three points, are Joloff Sports, who have seven victories and four draws to their name, as well as the best defensive record in the division with just 13 goals conceded. With games in hand, they are another side who could still push for those top two positions. Sitting in sixth place are FC Petro Cub, the side who have actually played the most games in, in the division, with 17 fixtures played, seven wins and four draws, accounting for their 25 points. Still plenty of football to play, of course. 26 games makes up the season in our senior division. And the, the last side to be sitting in the top half of the table is Leighton Royal, who have dropped down the table in recent weeks, but do still sit there with some games in hand, although they are six points behind sixth place Petrocub, Six wins and a draw, seeing them on 19 points. Just below them, by a point, are FC Beresi, who have have a bit of a mixed season so far. Five victories and three draws, making up their 18 points from 15 games played. And another side who has dropped off the pace a little are Kit Out London. Uh, the draw specialists in the division with six draws out of their 15 games played alongside four wins sees them on to 18 points and they'll be hoping to improve as the, as the remainder of the season commences. Also on 18 points are Rapid Chingford the third side sitting on that, that points tally. They've accrued that from 16 games played also with six draws. Another side who uh, have struggled to Uh, Win games, but they have won four in total. And as I say, they sit on 18 points. And below them starts the relegation dogfight. Three teams to go down from this division. And the first of those in in trouble really are CSM London, uh, sitting in 11th place. Four wins and two draws for them. uh, And they actually did lose to the bottom side at the weekend as well. They're not in great form. The first of the sides who are sitting in the relegation zone are Blue Marlin. They have 13 points, so they're a point from safety from where CSM sit him. From the same number of games as well, three wins and four draws, seeing them on to 13 points. And three points behind them are a side who did win at the weekend, in fact, Tower United. They do sit second bottom with three wins and a draw, giving them 10 points only from their their, uh, games played. They have 10 games left this season, of course, though, to still try and inch their way into safety. And sitting bottom of the table, unfortunately at the moment, are Chigwell Town. As I say, they did have a great win at the weekend, um, beating CSM London. They only have the two wins and a draw to their name from 14 games played and 7 points. Two games in hand though, so who knows, if they can win those, it could shoot them right, right up to the top of the, uh, the little relegation scrap that's taking place. We now move our attentions on to the Premier Division and what a battle is forming here. Friend for Day, still the leaders at the top of the Premier Division, but that, their lead at the top, has now been cut right down to three points after some indifferent results, you might say. Though they did beat the team in second at the weekend, and they sit at the top of the table, ten wins and a draw, with 31 points. In second place are Dagenham United, who have pushed themselves right up into contention in in recent weeks, since our last report. They have played a couple of games more, but nine wins and a draw, has seen them on to 28 points, in the division, and as I say, just the three points behind the leaders. And sitting third are Wapping who are a point back from Dagenham United, and with a game in hand also, so could move second with that that advantage. Seven wins and three draws for the uh, the Hackney base side there, uh, as they they seek to prom- uh, for a promotion push. And just below them, uh, by four points, are Crooks United. Two games in hand on third place Wapping so could still move uh, third in the table. They have 8 wins and 2 draws to their name from 11 games played and a 23-point haul. Just below those sides are North East Lions who are sitting in in the top half of the table but are also running out of games. Just 4 games to play for them, 7 wins and a draw from 16 played, seeing them on to 22 points. And below them, a dangerous-looking Oak side. Just the 7 games played so far this season, so lots of games in hand for the Hainaut Bay side. Six wins from their seven games played. One defeat, actually, to the bottom bottom of the table side in recent weeks. But an excellent defensive record. Just four goals conceded in those seven games. And they're going to be a real threat as the season progresses on. Just below them, in seventh place, are London Cranes, who have played 11 games, so have, have unfortunately played a few more than the sides above. But they've picked up five wins in those 11, and they'll be pretty pleased after a difficult start to the campaign. They have 15 points to their name. And they're just ahead of Eastside, who have, from 12 games played so far this season, have won four and drawn two to see them on to 14 points. Which is also the same tally uh, as Athletic Newham under-23s, who sit ninth on just on goal difference below Eastside, also with four wins and two draws to their name. But both of those sides are well clear of any any difficulty below them and that's because the two teams sitting in the relegation zone presently have both uh, only accrued a very small number of points. All prospects sit in 10th place, second bottom, one victory to their name in 15 so far this season, and unfortunately did go through the 100-goal marker conceded at the weekend. But they're not bottom, and that, that accolade for the moment is London Park City. With 11 defeats from 11... Um, and zero points, and as as I'm sure they'll be looking to accrue some victories in their remaining nine games of the campaign. We move on into Division 1, and again, it's another division which is very closely fought. Uh, Belfry are at the top of the table, and certainly in the ascendancy. Nine wins from nine, in fact the only team left in Essex football, uh, with a a perfect record. 27 points uh, from those nine games, of course, and just five goals conceded shows you the calibre of that side. So on goal difference just behind them, RCXI, uh, the Averley-based side, have played 14 games, which is the most in the division. But they are a side who have picked up lots of wins, 8 wins and 3 draws to their name, seeing them also on 27 points. Now sitting in third place are Cowley Community, who a couple of years ago, having reached the County Cup final, um, have carried on that form in fact, and are are in the semi-finals of the Essex Junior Trophy competition. They'll be hoping to obviously remake that final, which actually never took place back in 2020, of course. Um, but they also have good form in the league too. Eight wins and a draw from their 11. Games in hand on the side in second. You imagine they'll be the side to be battling with Belfry for the title. And down in fourth place, another side who've had an excellent debut season with us in the league, uh, Wanstead, uh, sitting with 24 points from 12 games played, seven victories and three draws, Although they did slip up at the weekend to the bottom of the table side and in fifth place another new side in the league this season are something from nothing or sfn uh, they have 16 points so they're quite a quite a way adrift of the top four sides there four wins four draws and four losses a quite symmetric performance from the Wanstead based outfit and another side based in Wanstead are Newham Wanderers they sit sixth just at, just inside the top half of the table Also on 16 points, a very congested middle area of the table. Five victories and one draw to their name in the campaign. And they're a point ahead of Ilford Reserve. Seventh placed, the Hainaut base side, uh, have a game in hand on the sides above and in fact would move into the top half were they to win that. Five victories from 11 uh, and a healthy goal difference too. In 8th place, Kwanzaa's London Sport have had an interesting last few weeks and have moved up the table to 8th place, as we said there. 13 points have been accrued, 4 wins and a draw. Certainly a better return than the previous league campaign as they look to move up the standings. And just below them, by a further point, are Forest Green, who are sitting in 9th place. They've they've accrued themselves 4 wins so far this season in 13, seeing them on to 12 points and and probably looking a little bit below, below them because sides below do have games in hand. A renegade who sit below Forest Green are actually one of the sides who don't have those games in hand and are running out of time. They have three wins and two draws to their name from 14 games played so far this year, uh, accruing them 11 points in the league. Below them are Side A, who are the first side sitting in the relegation zone, but do have a, a mammoth number of games to make up on the teams above. They've played just nine, one winning three of those to see them on to nine points. And sitting bottom of the table, but with seven points in fact, are Francis Luke, who have two wins and a draw, seeing them as the bottom place side, but as I say, they do have games in hand on the teams above, all to play for in Division 1. And if three divisions weren't close enough for you, we now have a fourth. Into the Division 2 action, where we see two teams sitting right on the same number of points at the top of the table, and almost in fact the same goal difference. Old Estamians are the side right at the top of the table, they took advantage of results around them at the weekend to move top of the table 10 victories and one draw in 13 so far this season sees them onto 31 points a very healthy return unity are second and have led the division for quite some time in recent weeks but did only draw at the weekend uh, so they drop points from 16 games they also have 10 victories and a draw but of course they have played more games than the side above sitting in third place and only one point further back a real tight battle at the top of this division are Emerson and Upminster Reserves. They've had played 15 games, so they are, are one of the sides that are running out of fixtures, but they do have nine victories and three draws to their name, what's been a pretty pretty decent uh, turnout for the, uh, the Upminster Bay side there. The side who really are uh, to watch out for this year are Fairlock Rovers, who, having been promoted from Division 3 last year, are sitting pretty in fourth place, with many games in hand on the sides above. Nine wins from their ten games so far, just that one solo defeat, sees them sitting on 27 points, just four points off the top of the table. And sitting in fifth place are FHN Athletic, who are four points behind uh, Fairlop in, in fifth there, with a 23-point tally accrued from seven victories and two draws uh, in what what, what was a, a good middle part of the season, but tailed off slightly in recent weeks. And on the same number of uh, points are Rainham Working Men's Club, who were one of the early leaders in the division, but did fall away in the middle part of the season and have started to fight back. Seven victories and two draws sees them on to 23 points. Sitting in seventh place are Royal Forest. They are quite some way behind the top six, in fact. Um, eight points to be to be uh, quite accurate there. Five victories uh, from their 13 games sees them sitting in a healthily-based position with not too much to worry about below them. But one of the sides who might be look, starting to look over their shoulder are Ryan under 23s who have played 15 games in the division, so are starting to run out of fixtures. Four wins and two draws has seen them pick up 14 points, but that is just three points off the sides uh, at the bottom end of the table. Below them are Loughton Lions, who are sitting in ninth place, but do have a number of games in hand, and have struck some form in recent weeks, having just knocked out Fairlock Rovers out of the Fenton Trophy at the weekend. Three wins and three draws from 11 games, uh, they did have a poor start but ha- are banging the goals in um, and they certainly have some ground to make up on teams above. Sitting a point further back and just outside of the relegation zone are 10th place Redbridge Community who have played 14 games so far this year and probably one of their most impressive results came at the weekend as they drew with 2nd place Unity. Three wins and two draws have seen them sitting on 11 points, um, five points for ahead, uh, ahead of the sides in the relegation zone. But it's not a done deal as to who will go down and that's because 11th place St Francis have only played 9 games so far. So they have a lot of games to play on the teams above so they could certainly draw in those around them. Two victories from those 9 games have seen them on to 6 points. And below them the only side who are winless in the division are Newbury East sitting 12th. Two draws to their name from 15 games played. Uh, That draw actually one of those coming at the weekend. Uh, They only have the 2 points to their name, and are very much staring down the barrel of a drop into Division Three. And we move our look into Division Three now, and well, once again, two teams at the top sitting on the same number of points. It's a very, very tight division. Our Royal Forest Reserves are now top of the table, having trailed for some time, but they are starting to catch up on their games, and they they are unbeaten with ten wins and a draw from eleven seeing them accrue 31 points and they've only conceded 7 goals in the process which is an excellent turnout. Sitting second are Old Barcabian's reserves who have led for most of the month in fact with 10 wins, a draw and 3 defeats from their 14 fixtures accruing them also 31 uh, points and the best goal scoring record with 60 goals scored but they did only draw at the weekend which saw them drop drop off top spot. The other unbeaten side in the division are FC Beresi under 23s Who have won 10 and drawn 3 of their games played to give them a haul of 30 points. Now you might be saying those figures don't add up. But unfortunately they did suffer a 3 point deduction which has seen them drop off top spot. Though you do expect they will be um, fighting for those 2 promotion spots when it comes around in the the early spring. Down in 4th place, much like their first team counterparts, Lymore Gardens Reserves. 14 games played with 8 victories and a draw, seeing them on to 25 points. They're scoring plenty of goals too, the second highest in the division, but they are also conceding far too many and have the third-worst defensive record. Down into fifth place, and it, it's been a disappointing run for Melbourne Sports, who did hit the top of the table at Christmas, um, but now have fallen to fifth after a run of um, poor results. Just seven victories and three draws, and a pretty solid return for the Mills, 24 points there, and of course anything can change, but you, you imagine that, that that they may well just be fighting for third or fourth spot then there's a bit of a gap between fifth and sixth where the the uh, ASA sit in sixth position Uh, they have 19 points so they they trail Melbourne by five points there six victories and a draw seeing them into a relatively healthy position in the table and also on 19 points also from 15 games and also with six wins and a draw Buckhurst way they sit seventh after a, a much better return in the last couple of weeks seeing them up into that seventh spot And that's because Glendale have been falling a couple of spots in recent weeks after a run of games against the sides at the top of the division uh, and also cup involvement. They sit in 8th place with 5 victories and 2 draws from their uh, 15 games played, giving them 17 points. And below them are Together United, who do have games in hand on the sides above, and you'd expect that they might convert some of those into winning performances to move them well into mid-table. They have 5 wins and a draw from eleven. Uh, giving them 16 points and just below together united are harlow inter who sit in 10th place in the division just outside of the relegation spots with 10 games played so far two victories to their name giving them a nine point tally and some ground to make up on the sides above and the first of the sides sitting in the relegation zone are flyers under 23s who have played 14 games and only won three of those giving them a nine point tally Uh, Having played more games than the sides above as well, they've got a lot of work to do as we approach the last uh, eight games of the campaign. And sitting bottom of the table, and a big word here for Terran, who, after many, many attempts, managed to pick up their first victory of the season last weekend. They now have one win and uh, 13 defeats from their 14 games, but you get the impression that they're heading in the right direction, though it may be too late for this season. We now move on into Division 4, Our final division of this summary. And at the top of the table, it's close, just like all the other divisions. And Chingford Harriers are still the leaders at the top, but their lead has been cut to two points. And that's because they lost at the weekend to the second place side in a real six-pointer. Chingford, as I say, do still sit top with 27 points from 12 games played, eight victories and three draws, um, and an excellent defensive record too. But Flyers' under-21s have really come good in recent weeks. Uh, a difficult start to the campaign, but their form since the middle part of the season has been terrific. Eight victories and a draw, seeing them up to 25 points, just two points outside of the leader. And below them are fairlock Rovers' reserves, who were our early leaders in the division, um, but have stalled a little bit in recent weeks. Eight victories from 13, but those but of those five defeats, that some of those have come recently to see them drop out of the top two but a 24 point haul and five games to play you never know. The side who are really battling for promotion here are Sporting Pillars who do have two and three games respectively in hand on the sides above and they have seven victories and two draws from 11 seeing them on to 23 points those games in hand of course could well see them move up to the top of the table. Now down into fifth place the last side in the top half are Dagenham United Reserves. With from 15 games, have played, have won six and drawn two to give them 20 points. It would have been a pretty solid turnout for the Dagenham Bay side, though in recent weeks they have unfortunately dropped down a couple of placings due to the results of other sides. Sixth place is currently sat with Newham and Havering Borough, who have made a good start to their first ever season in the competition. Who, despite a difficult start, have made, a, made a, put a put a good fight up with games in hand too, which could see them move well up into the top four. They have five wins and three draws from their eleven games, seeing them on to eighteen points and a fairly decent goal difference amongst that too. When the side, when they they met their counterparts in seventh place, Emerson Upminster A, uh, unfortunately in the cup, it was Emerson who prevailed, and um, they sit two points, sorry three points behind Newman Haven Borough in seventh place with five wins from their fifteen games played. But of course, that cup game will probably be the one that they remember from those encounters. Sitting in 8th place, Avondale Rangers, who had a great middle part of the season, picking up five victories to see them up into 15 points also from 12 games. Three games in hand on the Emerson side above them, so they might hope to be knocking on the door of a mid-table finish this year. And one of the young sides in the league new to this campaign are West Essex under-23s who sit on 13 points, just a couple of points adrift of the mid-table sides, with four victories and one draw, in what will be a fairly solid uh, turnout for for the uh, the West Essex-based side. And, of course, they do still have games to play, uh, three of them, in fact, to try and improve on that possible finish. Sitting bottom of the table are Newham Royals, who did actually pick up a third win of the campaign on Saturday, um, seeing them onto nine points so far this season, and with games in hand on the teams above. And in fact, they have six games left to play and, of course, they will hope to be avoiding the wooden spoon. We're going to have a quick look now at our, at our Scorers' Chart, our Golden Boot Award, and this is contended by all of the players in each of the divisions. Um, and the top of the table at the moment with 24 goals in 13 games is Edson Lammy of Wanstead, who has been uh, in fine form for his side there. Um, and he's just two ahead of two players who are both on 22 goals, which is Bobintendi Masadi from Unity, and Tom Osmond from Royal Forest, who both are eager to try and snatch that golden boot if they possibly can. And on our clean sheets chart, uh, which recognises the efforts of our goalkeepers at the other end of the field. And top of the clean sheets chart is Jermaine Mutumba from Jolof Sports, who had five clean sheets to his name. Most of those actually happened in the first fixtures of the season. He sits one clear of a group containing five goalkeepers who all sit on four clean sheets. And that encompasses Jake Bradenbury from Flyers Under-21s, Luca Colton from FC Beresi, a young goalkeeper there, Connor Huggett from Emerson and Upminster A, Matt Kemp from Royal Forest Reserves, and Daniel Popescu from Rapid Chingford. And that brings to a close our coverage of the January action in the Essex Alliance League. We look forward to bringing you more of our coverage next month when we will be getting close to awarding some of our teams with with their silverware. Bye-bye for now.
0: Keep it simple. Get Down to Play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. This is Andrew Gidley with the NRG Kent County Football League Roundup, starting with the results. In the Premier Division, Borden Village 3, Kingshill 1, Fleetdown 1, K-Sports Reserves 1, Hawkingstown 1, Farnborough Boys Guild 1, New Romney 4, Bromleyans 3, Oxford United 0, Red Velvet 5, Peckham Town 5, Ide Hill 3, Stansfield 3, Crockenhill 0, Tenenby 2, Tudor Sports 0. In Division 1, Central and East, Gurrenanek 1, Hollands and Blair Reserves 0, Lourdes Reserves 4, Woodnesborough 4, Rochester City 4, Rustall Reserves 0, Town Reserves 3, Ashford 1, Tenton Town 2, Sturry 1, Than United 2, Minster 3. In Division 1 West, Belvedere 1, South East Athletic 0, Chipstead 3, Crayford Arrows 1, Dance and Sports 3, Sporting Club Thames Mid Reserves 3, Equinocchial 2, Club Langley 0, Southern Athletic Reserves 2, Metrogas 8, Tudor Sports Reserves 0, Bexley 1, Welling Park 3, Halls two, in Division Two Central and East, Dilltown Rangers two, West Farley two, Greenway Aces one, Sinkport's nil, Minster Reserves one, Lidtown Reserves five, Punjab Reserves nil, Cuxton ninety one Reserves one, in Division Two West, Farmbro Boys Guild Reserves nil, Irith and Belvedere Reserves three, Horses United two, Metrogas Reserves one, Idhill one. Ideal Reserves 1, Dulwich Village 6, Parkwood Rangers 4, Fleetdown Reserves 2, Stansford OMB Reserves 0, Long Lane 1. In Division 3, Central and East, Sinkports Reserves 1, Tenderton Town Reserves 3, Locomotive Canterbury 0, AFC Rangers 2, Paddockwood 1, Lenham Wanderers 3, FC Tankerton 3, Gillingham Town 0. Division 3 West, Bexley Reserves 4, AFC Lewisham 0, Falconwood 10, Southeast Athletic 0, Long Lane Reserves 0, Neverluson 2. In the Leslecki Cup quarter final, Athletic 2, Aylesford 0. In the Vets Cup quarterfinal, Snodland Town 3, Rubicon Vets 1. And in Division 1, Ellsford 1, Martin Miners 1, Sheerness East 4, Bredhurst 1, Tankerton 2, Medway United 1. In Division 3, Ditton 1, New Ash Green 6, Lenham Wanderers 4, Kingshill 1, Staplehurst Monarchs 2, K-Sports 1. In the London Junior Cup fourth round, Exeter 2, Brydon Ropes reserves 2, Exeter 1, 4-1 one on penalties. In the Seven Oaks Senior Charity Cup quarterfinals, Cuxton 91-7, Blackham and Ashford 0, AFC Orpington 1, FC Hawkenbury 1, Hawkenbury 1, 3-1 on penalties. And in the World of Kent Charity Cup quarterfinal, South Willsborough 1, New Romney reserves 5. Looking at some of the uh, stories behind those scorelines, Stacey Petrie looks to have set a new Kent Candy League goalscoring record with four successive hat-tricks. Stats of such feats are not available, but it's unlikely to have been achieved before. The Falconwood marksman notched his latest treble in Saturday's 10 home win over South East Atlantic reserves to continue an impressive scoring sequence spanning the Christmas and New Year break. It began with home and away troubles against Oxford United reserves in December, followed by another against Bayern never and in the club's first game of 2022 the previous weekend. While Division 3 West has felt the effects of losing clubs mid-season, Falkenwood and fellow new boys FC Greenwich have continued their winning ways. A point separates the top two and they meet each other next weekend. Elsewhere, Bexley reserves beat AFC Lewisham 4-0, while well, Never losing one, 2 0 at long lane reserves with goals by Sakura Akbuba and Timothy Ucker Four second half goals earned Premier Division leaders Red Velvet, a 5-0 win Oxford United, Harry Taylor's hat trick and 2 from Elfie Macy doing the damage. Peckham Town came from 3-2 down at half-time to win 5-3 at home to Eyed Hill, Josh Montella scoring twice. Billy Somerville made it four in five games as New Romney beat Bromleyans 4-3 with Tom Morgans also among the scorers with an impressive free kick. Lex Lucas hit two for Broms in a game full of chances at both ends. Marlow Thompson was the latest Hawkins Town youngster to make his senior debut in the 1-1 home draw against Farnborough Boys Guild. Having been with the club since the age of six, he started in the under-sevens. Grant Bagley earned town a point after Guild led at half-time through Christian Vasaro. Red Jenkins with two and Jay O'Boom were the scorers as Stansford OMB beat Crockenhill 3-0. 10MB lead the form table with five wins out of six following the 2-0 win over Tudor Sports. Player manager Matt Rowe was among the goal scorers as Borden Village beat Kings Hill 3-1. and Fleetdown United drew 1-1 at home to K-Sports Reserves, the two teams meeting for the second time in the space of three weeks. The RYG Sport cameras were attended in town to see the Division 1 centre and leaders beat Surrey 2-1. Charlie Sharp and Jack Goldsmith were the scorers. Jordan scored his 18th of the season as Minster won 3-2 at Thanet United. Jack Peters' impressive hat-trick and goalkeeper Alfie Lapper's double penalty save were the key highlights in Lordswood Reserve's 4-4 home draw against Woodnersborough. Lapper diving to his right to save the first kick and then blocking the follow-up. Mitchell Harmon scored twice for Woodnersborough. Ashley Poppy also scored twice as Rochester City beat Russell reserves 4-0 and Lewis Tompkins hit two as Snodland Town reserves with 3-1 winners against Ashford. In Division One, leaders Beckley won 1-0 at Tudor Sports reserves in the West Division while Mitchell Hill hit two as Gypsy beat Arrows, Craigfield Arrows, that is, 3-1. Michael Fenn was among the goals again with a hat-trick as Metrogas finished 8-2 winners at Southern Athletic reserves while Welling Park ended Hall's recent good run winning 3-2. Division 2 Central Leeds leaders Hilton Athletic are through to the Les Lickie Cup semi-finals, 2-0 winners against Ellsford. Harry Taylor and Dominic Trail netted twice late in the first half, Ellsford missing a penalty soon after the break. Ellsford have also named a new management team with Ben Ashdown in charge, supported by coaches Lewis Jenkins and Joshua Foxwell Morgan. Jonathan Boone's hat-trick helped Dulwich Village to their biggest win of the season in Division 2 West, 6-1 away from home, while Erith and Belvedere reserves completed an impressive month with a 3-0 win at Farnborough Boys Guild reserves, Tommy Brown scored twice. Erith and Belvedere's month includes uh, 18 goals scored, 4 wins, none conceded. Elsewhere, James Critchley scored twice as Horsley United beat Metrogas 2-1. And AFC Rangers claimed their 5th shutout in 6 games with a 2-0 win at Locomotive Canterbury in Division 3 Central and East. The end of the month means a check on the league tables and goalscorers. Starting in the Premier Division, Red Velvet leading the way with 46 points from 16 games played. Peckham Town second, a point behind but having played 20 matches. And New Romley a third with 38 from 18. At the bottom, Crockenhill 3 from 19, still looking for their first win. K-Sports Reserves 14 from 20 and Farnborough Old Boys Guild 18 from 20. In Division 1 Central and East, Centerton Town lead the way, 38 from 17. Four points clear of Cluxon, 91, 34 from 17. With Minster third on goal difference, 34 from 16. At the bottom, whitster Town reserves, 9 from 18. Hollands and Blair reserves, 15 from 18. And Rochester City, 16 from 19. In Division 1 West, Bexley had the table, 44 points from 19 games played. Two ahead of Chipstead, who had three games in hand, with Hawes now third, 38 from 18. At the bottom, Tudor Sports Reserves, 7 from 18. Danson Sports, 13 from 16. And Sutton Athletic Reserves, 16 from 17. In Division 3 Central and East, Hildenburg Athletic lead the way, 32 from 15. Second, Minster Reserves, 29 from 16. And third, West Farley, 26 from 14. At the bottom, Rochester City reserves minus 2 from 13 with adjustments made to their league record. Punjab reserves 5 from 17 and Aylesford 13 from 14. In Division 2 West, Irith and Belgrade reserves lead the way 37 p- points from 19 games played. 3 ahead of uh, Brighton reserves who have got 6 games in hand with Horstead United also with 6 games uh, in hand on the leaders, 30 from 13. At the bottom Bromleyans reserves 5 from 11, MetroGas reserves 6 from 14, both with adjustments made to their uh, playing records and ITO reserves 9 from 13. In Division 3 Central and East West Kingsdown lead the way, 40 points from 14 games played, 2nd AFC Rangers 25 from 10 and 3rd New Romney reserves 25 from 12. At the bottom, Paddock Wood, North from 14; St. Port's reserves, one from 14; and Lennon Wanderers, 15 from 12. And finally, Division Three West, Fawkham Wood, as we mentioned in the uh, earlier in this edition, 25 from 12; F.C. Greenwich 24 from 11; and Long Lane reserves, 23 from 13. At the bottom in the nine club division now, Southeast Satellite Athletic reserves, North from 11; A.F.C. Lewisham, five from 10 and Oxford United Reserves 10 from 12 Check on the leading goal scorers at the end of the month of January Harry Taylor of uh, Red Velvet leads the way with 28 Roy Godden of New Romney 2nd with 25 Joshua Montella 3rd from Peckham Town with 17 Elfie Mazey 4th from Red Velvet 16 Red Jenkins from Stanton with OMB 14 Harry O'Brien of Fleetland United with 12 the same as Ibn Oddi of Kings Hill, Ryan Philpott of Hawkins has 12, Oti Akani of uh, Borden Village has 10, Tom Morgans in New Romley has 11, and Harry Brown of Oxford United also has 10. Looking at games of the weekend, well, it's Kent Junior Cup Group A quarter-final weekend. cuxa 91 reserves are at home to West Farley. That's an all-Kent Counter League affair. Farnborough Boys Guild Reserves take on Littlebourne from the Canterbury League and uh, Medway City are at home to Locomotive Canterbury. Two other games we picked out in Division 1 Central and East, fifth place Sturry at home to second place Cuxton 91 and in Division 3 West the one we were talking about earlier in the roundup but in uh, a game that sees Falkenwood first play host to FC Greenwich second the first meeting between the two teams this season only a point between them and highlighting a great uh, struggle at the top in a division that has, as uh, we said earlier, been hit by the loss of several clubs mid-season. One other piece of news from the Counter League is that uh, we revert to 2.45 kickoffs for league games this weekend. All cup ties kick off at 2.15 to allow for extra time and Vets football fixtures continue to kick off at 2pm.
2: Hi right, guys, Rav here from Grand Sports, representing the R&D. So, going with the results from last week in the Prem, just the one game, Chatham Town Saturdays, winning 4-2 at home against and Green. In Division 2, Cannon 24, winning 7-2 against Hunton. Equals Reserves losing 1-0 at home to Marlottown. Stockway Athletic, drawing 2 with Range of His Colts. The Yard losing 2-0 with the coaching Horses Struge. In Division 3, Beach with 76, winning 2-0 against the Village Upchurch. Slight shock with Bly Sports, losing 4-1 at home to FC Walden. And Park Regis winning 7-1 against the Royal Saints. And Techers beating AFC Medway 3-1 in Division 4. Medway Stars and Avery Joes was abandoned. Raynall Kenworth winning 6-0 against Park Regis Reds. And Woodcombe Sport & Social in Rochester was postponed. A few semi finals from last week. Uh, in the Sittingbourne and Milton Group A semi final, Medway Borough winning 4 0 against Little Star Sharsted and Riverside win- losing 3 0 to Medway City. In the Sittingbourne Milton Group B semi finals, uh, Aces Reserves winning 2 1 against Chilling Bill Bauer, and the Bell winning 4 3 against Hamhill Athletic. In the Sittingbourne Milton Group C semi finals, Kent Marina losing 3 2 to Ancorians Academicals. And Pegasus 81 losing 5-4 to ME3 FC. Fixtures for this week in the R&D. So Kent Cup weekend. In the Kent Junior Cup, uh, Group A, Medway City take on Locomotive Canterbury. In Group B, Westrum take on Miletown or Port Regis. Uh, that game was abandoned a few weeks ago. Uh, not unsure on the outcome as yet. Group C sees Hamilton Athletic take on Beechwood 76 and ourselves, Grand Sports Club, first county quarterfinals for us. We take on AFC Green Court reserves. Uh, some more semi finals in the Ted Snelling Cup, so Chatham Town take on Gillingham Bill and Medway Knights take on Bredos Juniors. In the Tunbridge Wells Charity Cup, Hawkenbury reserves have Eccles reserves. And moving on to league fixtures in the Prem. Waterbury Wanderers take on Medway Borough. In Division 1, Eccles take on Riverside. Greenway Aces Old Boys take on Little Shastard. And Pavilion take on Park Regis Athletic. In Division 2, Ballstall Wanderers take on Canon 24. Hunton take on the Appleyard. Range Rovers Colts take on Greenway Aces Reserves. Uh, Coach and Horses True take on Stockbury Athletic. In Division 3, FC Waldham take on the Bell. Park Regis face AFC United Medway, Tekkers take on Bly Sports, and the Village Upchurch take on the Royal Saints. In Division 4, Encourians Academicals take on Woodcombe Sport & Social, Average Joes take on Raynham Kenworth, Pegasus 81, face Kent Marina, Park Regis Reds face Medway Stars Reserves, and Rochester take on ME3. The tables for this week, uh, since the end of the month. Uh, in the Prem, Medway Borough sit top, 16 points from six games, with Medway City just behind them, just a point behind them, uh, with the game in hand. Uh, bottom of the pile is Waterbury Wanderers. In Division 1, Bredos Jr. sit top, 18 points from their six games. Park Regis, six points behind. Sorry, yeah, sorry six points behind. We have Park Regis Athletic. And um, bottom of Division 1, AFC Minster and Eccles. In Division 2, Cannon 24 sit top, uh, 24 points from their 9 games, with Gillingham Bilbao just behind, having played 7 games with 19 points, and of Division 2 are Hunton. In Division 3, Tekka sit top, 27 points from their 11 played, with Bly behind on 18, just 8 games played. ourselves Grand Sports sit in 5th, but we have only played 5 league games, winning 4 of them, sitting on 12 points. So by the end of this weekend, we will have seven games in hand at the team of top. Uh, bottom of our division are Park Regis and Division 4, Raynham Kenworth sit top, 25 points from their nine games. Medway Stars and ME3 FC sit second and third, both on 23 points, but having played a game more than Raynham, and bottom of the pile are Park Regis Reds.
4: Welcome back for your latest roundup of the Southern Veterans Football League section of the Selk Grassroots Podcast. Straight into the results for Saturday the twenty ninth of January with Division One, Defiance One, Glebe six, Metro Gas two, New Park first two LSU versus Stansfield was postponed. Um, Late due to Stansfield having COVID cases, apparently. So that will have to be rearranged. Into Division 2, Independent versus Blackheath was voided um, as a a fixture, I believe. So I don't know anything about that one as to why. That would have had the two teams at the top of the table going head to head. Um, So no idea about that one, I'm afraid. Leon Stars versus Wallingham A was given as an away walkover. LSU B one Sporting Santos three. Interdivision Division Three, Bromleyans three Kingsdale two. Bromley FC three, Blythe Hill one. X Blues one Hollington, two. New Park. Two thousand one, Gravesend Borough six. Into Division Four. Fleetdown United, fifteen, Aziru nil. Um, wow, an <laughs> absolutely convincing victory there for Fleetdown. Not a good day for Aziru, by the looks of it. And um, with that result, Sporting Club Thamesmead two, Chips did two. Warren Athletic, first three; Crayford Arrows, new vets four; into Division Five; LSU seniors, one; Sydney Sports two. Um, I did actually catch a bit of that game. To be fair, um, and there was two goals inside the first two minutes, and so it was very very lively start. Um, Sydney went one zero up, LSU. Equalised almost immediately, and then um, Sydenham nicked the winner. But to be perfectly honest, from what I saw of it, um, Sydenham were in quite you know, in control of that game, realistically. And um, if it hadn't have been for some missed chances and, and some saves, it, it, the scoreline could have been maybe a bit more convincing. Um, Seven Oaks Town, six. Slade Green Knights, two. Westerham, two. AFC Green Court 1. Crayford Arrows 2010, 3. Cuddam United 1, Interdivision 6, Wallingham Supervets 2, Croy Gas Phoenix 4, Catford Wanderers 1, Longlands Athletic 4, LSU Old Boys vs Orpington was given as a home walkover into division 7 LSU Super Vets 1 Welling Park 4 Openton Seconds nil Old Peppie's nil Rustlers 4 Bromley Ends B 2 into the Beckenham Hospital Charity Cup Seagas Vets 4 South East Athletic Nil. That's the roundup of all results for Saturday, the twenty ninth of January. Um, let's now look at some fixtures for this upcoming Saturday, the fifth of February. Into Division One, we have big game LSU versus Glebe. New Park First versus Stansfield. Charcoal versus. Metro Gas into Division 2, Catford Wanderers Sea Gas. Cray Wanderers vs. Independent, Norwood Lakers vs. LSU B, Wallingham A versus Lyon Stars into Division 3, X Blues versus New Park 2000, Gravesham Borough vs. Bromley FC. Kingsdale vs. Blythe Hill. SP Athletic vs. Hollington. Into Division 4. Chipstead vs. Wallingham B. Groundhoppers vs. Crayford Arrows New Vets. Hayden Youth Association vs. Sporting Club Thamesmead. Southeast Athletic vs. Fleetdown United. Into Division 5, Crayford Arrows 2010 versus Westrum Seniors, Slade Green Knights versus Aztec Black and White, Swanscombe Tigers versus Cudham United. Into Division 6, Bow Street Runners, Second 11 versus Wallingham Supervets. Croy Gas Phoenix versus Sporting Croydon, London LSU sorry, Ver, Old Boys versus Longlands Athletic, Orpington versus Who Veterans Red, and one fixture in Division Seven is Welling Park versus Rustlers. That is all your fixtures for this upcoming Saturday, the fifth of February. Let's have a quick look through at how the league tables are standing um, at the end of Jan. Division 1 table currently stands. LSU a are top with 19 points. Um, to be fair, we played a few more games um, than Charcoal. Um, so, they're only a few points behind. So, that will probably change about. Um, so... In second place, New Park with 18. Stansfield in third with 18 as well. So joint second goal difference actually is all, is all the same. So joint second, apologies. Into fourth is Glebe with 16. Charcoal sit f- um, in fifth again with 16, but one less on the goal difference. Um, as I say, Charcoal played. A few games less than others, um, due to cup and other issues, um, which have all been resolved, um, thankfully. So they'll be having to get their league fixtures, um, under their belt to to catch up. And um, Johnson and Phillips are sixth with fourteen points. Metro Gas in seventh with just three. Um, they've got a few games in hand as well, so you could see them push up. Cut them They're still currently sitting. In 8th with 3, but unconfirmed as yet, I believe. But um, from what I have heard, Cardam have possibly folded. Um, so i have to wait and see on that one, I'm afraid. Defiance are currently bottom with just the 1 point. Into Division 2. It's tight at the top with Independent leading the way with 30 points. Um, played 11 games Sporting Santos are in second with 21 but have only played 8 games and then Cray Wanderers in third with 19 points again only played 8 games so there could be some some movement towards the top there and closing that gap on independent Seagas in fourth with 16 points LSUB in fifth with 15 Catford Wanderers Making the moves up the table with 14 points in sixth, and um, they're starting to put some wins on the board, which is good for them. And seventh place, Wallingham A, with 13 points. Leon stars in eighth with seven points. Bow Street runners in ninth with three points, but they do have some considerable games in hand over um, the teams that are in and around the bottom with them. Norwood Lakers are 10th with three points. And Blackheath Wanderers are bottom. And it looks like all their results have been voided as they are on nil points and they were actually near the top. So that would explain why the independent game was voided last week and their fixture this week is uh, voided as well. It would suggest, obviously, that Blackheath have folded or there have been issues which have led to the results all being wiped out. Um, anyone knows any more on that? Let us know, please. Um, on to Division 3. Bromleyans leading the way in first with 37 points. Hollington in second with 30. They do have five games in hand over Bromleyans. So that could quite easily see them jump to the top of the table. With Rangers Hotspurs in third with 25, FC Kahuya in fourth with 21 points, SP Athletic in fifth with 16. They do also have a few games in hand over the teams above them, so if they continue with some wins there, they could obviously jump up the table and be in for a shout of a the, of the top two spot. Bromley. FC are in 6th with 16 as well on um, a considerably less goal difference of minus 11. Kingsdale are 7th with 13 points. Gravesham Borough in 8th with 12. X-Blues in 9th with 10. And you've got New Park. Vets 2000 in 10th with 6th. And Blythe Hill currently 11th with just the 3 points. Um... Could be a bit of a struggle for Blythe Hill to turn that around um, this season. Into Division 4, of which it appears to be one of the more competitive at the top of the table, with current leaders, Southeast Athletic, leading the way with 30 points out of 12 games. Groundhoppers are sitting in second with 28 points out of the 10 games they've played and Fleetdown United in third place with 27 points out of the 11 games that they've played um so if Groundhoppers were to pick up a couple of wins they'd obviously jump to top um but it does look like there will be a battle between South East and Fleetdown um certainly for that second spot um obviously Groundhoppers may not necessarily win their games so there is a three-way battle for the two positions of, in, in that table certainly um which would be a good one to keep an eye on. So, um, fourth place, Hayden Youth with 23 points. Fifth place, Wallingham, B, with 18. Clapper, Old Xavians in sixth with 15 points. Crayford Arrows, New Vets, in seventh with 14 points. Asiru in eighth with seven points. Ninth is Sporting Club Thamesmead with six um, and Chips did are in 10th, again with six points, but a worse goal difference than Sporting Club Thamesmead. And Warren Athletic are in 11th with five points. So there is still to play for in and around the bottom of the table as well between four teams, realistically. They've all played a similar amount of games and um, there's only one or two points between them. So Division 4, fairly competitive at both top and bottom of the table. Um And all to still to play for in that division. Moving on into Division 5. Swanscombe Tigers are leading the way in first with 36 points. Followed closely behind with Aztec Black and White with 30 points. They do have two games in hand. So that could obviously bring them level. In third, Crayford Arrows 2010 with 25 points. Fourth place Sydenham Sports with 21 points. Fifth place Cuddam United Reserves with 17 points. Sixth place Seven Oaks Town with 16 points. In seventh, Westrum Seniors with 15. In eighth, LSU Seniors with 13. And then 9th place, Slade Green Knights with 5. And in 10th place, AFC Greencourt with 1 point. Into Division 6. Leading the way in 1st place are gas Phoenix with 28 points. 2nd place, Sporting Croydon with 27. 3rd place, Catford Wanderers Old Boys with 22 4th place, wallingham Super Vets with 21. Alpington Vets are in 5th with 16 points. LSU Old Boys are in 6th with also 16 points, but a worse goal difference with minus 3 compared to Alpington's plus 5. In 7th is Longlands, Longlands sorry, Athletic. With 14 points, eighth is who vets red with 12 points. Seymour Villas are in ninth with five, and Bow Street Runners in tenth with just the one solitary point. It would appear that those two will be at the bottom. Um, clearly, with Bow Street Runners, but um, Seymour Villas they do have a couple of games in hand but they'd have to win both them to give themselves any chance of you know going up against who vets to possibly come out of um the bottom two there into division 7 our last division and leading the way with 30 points is Greenway's Aces in 2nd place, Old Peppies with 23. In 3rd place is Bromleyans B with 22. 4th is Welling Park with 18. 5th is Alpington Vets. 2nd with 11 points. Rustlers are in 6th with 10 points. Cravesham Borough are in 7th with 6 points. And LSU Supervets are eighth with the three points it is potentially quite an interesting division really um at the top because as i say greenway is, is leading away with 30 points out of 12 games but then old is and bromleyans in second and third respectively um 23 and 22 points they they've got a couple of games in hand so that could bring them up closer um and obviously Welling in park uh, only a couple of points behind in fourth and they've only played nine games so there's going to be a battle to the end of the season between second third and fourth um for for certainly that last promotion place um so also probably a bit of a division that's got you know three or four teams vying for a potential chance to to be promoted um anyway that's your roundup for um all of the results from Last weekend and fixtures uh, for this week, and uh, a little bit of a roundup on all the divisions um, through to the end of January. So, I hope everyone gets uh, out on the pitches and enjoys their football this weekend. And um, we'll be back next week for the last, la- the latest roundup. Cheers, um
0: This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.